Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're going to be wrapping up John chapter 12 today, starting in verse 37. But despite all the miraculous signs Jesus had done, most of the people still did not believe in him. This is exactly what Isaiah the prophet had predicted. Lord, who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? But the people couldn't believe. For as Isaiah also said, the Lord has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so that their eyes cannot see and their hearts cannot understand. They cannot turn to me and have me heal them. Isaiah was referring to Jesus when he said this, because he saw the future and spoke of the Messiah's glory. Many people did believe in him, however, including some of the Jewish leaders, but they wouldn't admit it for fear that the Pharisees would expel them from the synagogue. For they loved human praise more than the praise of God. Jesus shouted to the crowds, If you trust me, you are trusting not only me, but also God who sent me. For when you see me, you are seeing the one who sent me. I have come as a light to shine in this dark world, so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. I will not judge those who hear me, but don't obey me, for I have come to save the world and not to judge it. But all who reject me and my message will be judged on the day of judgment by the truth I have spoken. I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me to say what to say and how to say it. And I know his commands lead to eternal life. So I say whatever the Father tells me to say. Jesus is the most divisive person in history. And if you haven't picked up on that yet as we go through the Gospels, you will hear as Jesus makes the distinction here of saying that there are those who accept him and those who reject him. And John highlights this very well as Jesus is getting ready to leave the temple for the first day as he's entered the city of Jerusalem. Isaiah the prophet is mentioned in John's gospel here, and specifically Isaiah 53 verse 1 and then Isaiah 6 10. Isaiah 53 being the most, probably one of the most significant chapters that Isaiah writes about the Messiah, how the Messiah will be a suffering servant. And then Isaiah 6 talks about even his call as a prophet to the people of Israel. And God warns Isaiah that there are going to be people, even though he's saying this message from God, that there are going to be people who outright reject him. And that is true, not just of Isaiah, but most of the other prophets, including Jesus himself. Isaiah is distinctly told that his audience is going to ignore him. And in their disregard, they are really rejecting God himself. God hardens hearts and blinds eyes. And this is what happens as the disciples are sent out by Jesus earlier in his ministry, as he sends them out in pairs. He gives them instructions on what to do when they encounter a city or people that just do not believe. He tells them to shake the dust off their feet and to carry on. Jesus also is rejected and refuses to do signs and miracles in some of these towns because of these people' lack of faith. These are people who have heard the message, they have seen the miracles, and yet they remain in unbelief. This is what Matthew talks about in Matthew 12 when he mentions that there's this element, this action that's called the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. This is a sin that is called unforgivable, and it's unforgivable not just because God isn't powerful enough. That's not what's going on there. God is powerful enough to forgive all sin, and he does it. But blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is unforgivable because it prevents God's Spirit from doing that work of conviction in somebody's life. It is a lack of faith. This is exactly what happens to Pharaoh in the book of Exodus as the Israelites are 
being <laughs> are, are pursuing the release and the um, the abolition of their slavery so that they can leave and go to the promised land. Moses says, let my people go, thus saith the Lord. And Pharaoh again and again says no. And through all of this, his heart becomes hard to the point where God hardens his heart. There is a complete lack of faith so that the Holy Spirit can't do his work of convicting people of sin, which is why this action is unforgivable. And yet John, still in today's passage, despite all of the unbelief of the people that are around him, points out that there's a fair number of people that do believe. And I think John has in mind, as he mentions this, the complete presence of celebration that Jesus has as he enters the temple and the complete lack of support that he has as he's put on trial later in the week. This is kind of a sobering thought here, right? Despite how many people believe, there are still those who remain in this unbelief. And Jesus gives this invitation in the last few verses of this chapter. Jesus' invitation here does not speak in judgment. That is not why he came initially. He is coming again to judge the living of the dead. This is something we confess in the Apostles' Creed as Christians. This is what we believe that Scripture teaches, and we will get into that as we continue on through the New Testament. But for now, it is enough for us to look at the invitation here that this initial coming of Jesus, this primary coming, was to save the world. He is not going to judge them based on their inaction. Instead, he gives this invitation for them to come and believe the truth, to stand in the light. And in their obedience and faith, they are by default obeying and following God. This is a message of hope before the final judgment. And Jesus, even now, is still inviting people to come. So, Maybe maybe this has already been you in your own spiritual life. Maybe you have already accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And, and maybe you haven't. Maybe you're just listening to these to try and find out more about what the Bible says as you try and figure out what this Christianity thing is all about. And, and today, if that speaks to you, if you haven't received Jesus, the, the takeaway point for you today is to consider all that you know about him, all that we've looked at, all that we've studied, all that he's said, and all that he's done. And to really weigh the options. And the invitation that Jesus gives here for you today is an invitation to come and believe. So would you please receive Jesus today if you haven't? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Epistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.